Does, does anybody know what the lyrics to that stupid? Uh, it is Asawenya. Asawenya. Hello, baby. I don't think that's what it is. No. Jim, I've had a splitting headache because I'm recovering from an entire weekend's worth of sugar rush. I've had. Uh, You're my sugar rush, dude. Ooh, on Saturday, cocaine. on Saturday, <laughs> on Saturday, I had uh, cake for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Chocolate cake, chocolate cake, vanilla cake. We need to find that cursed daily soundbite. And what does she even say that in? I can't remember. I think it's like a diet um, commercial or a diet ad oh. or something. I wonder. Yeah. Right. I'm not sure about that, but I, I know can, it's Kirstie Alley. I can look for that. I figured you just ran into her on the street at one <laughs> yeah. point. She was yeah. just arbitrarily yelling out chocolate cake. Yeah. Oh, was she doing like, is it back when she was doing those weight loss commercials? I, that's what I'm thinking it was. It's like, you can have chocolate cake. I think so. I think. <laughs> I've always loved those those commercials where they're like, you can get on a diet and lose all kinds of weight. You can eat whatever you want. It's like, no, that's not how diets work. You can't <laughs> eat. You can eat lard. Diet. Yeah, you can't eat whatever you want. You can only eat what they give you, which might help, but you can't eat whatever you want. I like you've the, seen uh, the Paul Butterfield uh, video, right? I also uh, no or Brian Butterfield. No, I haven't. Is it Paul or Brian? Oh, it's. Oh, I got to send you the link. All right. I don't the, know if I would take it diet advice from anyone with the last name of Butterfield. Dude, it's, the, it's a it's a satire. It's it's very I, funny. I always like uh, I always like when uh, do you ever notice that there's always like big guys that get those weight loss endorsements because like somehow they're going to be relatable. And it's like, I want weight loss and weight gain advice from John Cena, not from Mike Golick. Right. You know, <laughs> Golick. <laughs> Tony Saragusa. Tony, yeah, that's right. Tony Saragusa. Who's some other fat asses that had like weight loss endorsements? Al Roker. Did he ever? Yeah. Well, well I think he the had, idea well, is that they're, he had a head start with go, cancer, didn't he? <laughs> like they go in and out of their weight loss, right? So they're like, as long as they're losing weight, it's an endorsement because the person usually is fat, but they've lost weight, right? But, but then when they balloon back up, it's not good. Yeah. And they always, but for some reason, those companies always look for fat guys to <clears throat> fat guys to do it. You know what I mean? There's like, well, oh, fat he's guys a fat guy, lost weight. or are losing weight, right? Yeah. Have you ever, uh, Jim, Jared you, from Subway? Gabe, have you ever been on a weight loss program before? Um, I was. It was on Channel Three Public Access out here in Phoenix, and they had me <laughs> on for about a twenty minute segment. Were you doing? Uh, were you doing like treadmill sprints with garbage bags wrapped around your torso? Yeah, that's what the setup was, and they kept telling me that it was going to air, and they, I was only on for about seven seconds, and Dude, they told me to get out of there. Did you hear or see that about that person that was filming uh, the episodes of Wipeout, and they freaking finished the course yes. and had a heart attack? Last I knew, they didn't name the name yet. Oh, my know who was. God, dude. That is a bad day. Like, uh, I was talking to somebody about it yesterday, and I was just saying, like, just to finish one of those courses, you have to have a certain level of physical fitness so you know you know that sort of came out of nowhere to somebody like that you know what i mean right holy crap dude i was just like dude no <laughs> do they screen them first you would think so right yeah, I but i mean that so. things can happen like yeah it's wild that stuff dude. happens to the to fit people did you say to the tip people to yes that's what i said <laughs> oh, no, I really didn't. I really <laughs> I've had one of those days at work. Bro. Oh, dude, dude, I've I'm had s- I've had a hell of a day myself. I was 
Oh, we're going to get to it later. But yeah, I've had a hell of a day myself, but I'm just, I was, I was a black guy went on prices right again. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. I I hate when that happens. Dude, have you ever seen, uh, have you ever seen an episode of let's make a deal? And one of the contestants are so obviously broke that they're, they're willing to take whatever money he offers them. And he kind of like wants to, Wayne Brady wants to encourage him to continue playing the game. They're like, no, give me the $200. Give me the $200. Yeah. Like, I'm done. Honey drugs. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I always feel bad. It's like, that's some, that's like some poor, barely not homeless person in LA, you know? Right. My baby needs ramen. <laughs> I've been dying to get that. <laughs> I've been dying to get that prescription I've needed for three months. <laughs> the, uh, so my headache, though, I've been, I've been dealing with the headache from, from like uh, this headache though this headache no but i was just thinking like because i was driving around today running my errands and uh i realized that my head just was splitting and i go oh my god like i didn't eat anything friday and then on saturday i had i had cake for breakfast lunch and dinner that's probably why my head hurts this morning because you can't eat (laughs) can't eat cake all for all three day parts not past the age of like four. And then, and then for lunch yesterday, we had Popeye's fried chicken. And for dinner, we had TK's pizzeria. And, <laughs> Sounds like my diet plan. And New York style cheesecake. <laughs> like, my, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be crapping toddlers for about a week. <laughs> it's just brutal. The, uh, <clears throat> Is that legal? I think that's illegal in like 13 countries. To crap toddlers or crap on toddlers? Ooh, you know what? There's there's very there's subtleties to the law. I'm sure it's legal in China though. China. It's a Jeffrey Epstein thing. Yeah. What was uh what was uh what took it out of you today at work? If you not that you need to be specific, but like what what do you mean by one of those days? Uh, I was just nonstop. Yeah. Where it's like I, I finally sat down to do the show like, you know, five, 10 minutes ago. And I just like, you know how it hits you. Oh yeah. Like, the, like, uh, like the exhaustion. And it's like, uh, so when you said that, I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Cause like, uh, you've been, you've been running, you've been running at a certain pace. And then as soon as you slow down, that's when you actually realize how tired you are. Cause you hadn't noticed it up until then. Yeah. That I, I sometimes I really love that feeling. And sometimes I can't stand it. Right. It's like, oh, this is the like if you go out and you play tackle football, right? For for an afternoon and you go home oh, yeah. and you literally can't move because your muscles are so fatigued. It's like yeah. the, it's like the best feeling ever. Yeah, you don't have anything to do and you can just relax, but I mean once you hit the shower and you just lay down, oh, and it's dude. like, oh, this is the best. Dude, I love I love when you play football to the point where your leg doesn't work anymore and in order to get off the couch, <laughs> you have to lift your leg up with your arm. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> well, I'll, if it's a sleep, you mean? No, like, uh, like just the, uh, it, it paralysis. Has, <laughs> it's like being Brad loves to play football until the point where he becomes a paraplegic. Have, have you never exhausted <laughs> your muscles like that before to where your muscles are just exa- sure. like, they don't. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I've, I, I, that happens to me. Like whenever we, like the last times I've played tackle football, I'm not talking about flag football. I'm not talking about right. uh, tabletop football. Tab- <laughs> I'm not talking about <laughs> paper f- Madden 97. I just, I was like, somebody help me out. I had a vicious round of Madden 97 over here. But uh, that'll happen sometimes going to the gym, too, is like if you can work out your arms to the point where they stop working for a couple hours, like 
My arm doesn't work. To where, to where you're like, what are you, transformer? Driving with your knees? <laughs> Excuse me. It was a solar flare. Solar flare? <laughs> and then my arm stopped working. <laughs> See, that's what I tell people while I'm on the field. Like, oh, man, my arm's not working. And they're like, why do you keep throwing interceptions? Dude. <laughs> Arm just not working. I like I like the idea that somebody decided that Gabe would play quarterback. Like, hey, we let's have the five foot four guy play. He, he's going to be the quarterback. He can't see over his offensive lineman. You laugh, but that's real life. That somebody thought that, and I have no idea why. <laughs> Are you talking about Gabe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah how, I, how tall is Gabe? Uh, Gabe's pretty short. How tall are you, Gabe? Uh, I forgot. Five foot five. You yeah. weren't too far off. Really? Yeah, I Gabe. might actually uh, be taller than you. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I, I wouldn't. I would be offended, but me as a short person, I understand. It's a very, it's a very fulfilling thing. I guess when it's you just, can find someone, it's like, oh, like now, Jim, you know, you can look down at me and be like, hey. I guess it, I guess it says a lot about my insecurity as a person if like my two buddies are five foot like nothing and I'm six foot two. Or Gabe, your I would never, I would never do that to you, Gabe. I'm like, I'm like, hey, I guys. appreciate it. I, I totally would. <laughs> I'm like, hey guys, these are my friends. You'll notice how much smaller they are than me. Look how giant <laughs> I am. That's Brad's mind, <laughs> dude. I was telling Jim this last week. It's so what funny. a man I am to be born this way, right? It's, uh, dude. <laughs> it's so. Fu- Look at these two little it's, slubs. It's <laughs> so funny, J- Jim. Jim. All of Jim's kids are like little tiny people, but they all have deeper voices than me. It's hilarious. <laughs> they're all developing a voice that's going to sound like jim's when they get older you know they're like hello how are you and i'm like i'm i'm in- intimidated by your voice <laughs> oh jim i was la- I, I was uh we were mentioning on unprepped i was laughing at the fact because he had mentioned that you and everybody pretty much anybody involved in your immediate family they all have just fantastic voices and great singing voices much like he was saying but Specifically for the singing, I was laughing at the thought of, I'm like, man, can you imagine if just like, like one of your kids didn't like just one of, like you guys <laughs> yeah. were all like just chromatically just blessed with, with every tone possible. And one of them was like, <laughs> one of them's toned up. Yeah. yeah. They, they can all sing. They can all read music. I, can everybody play an instrument, Jim? I, I can't remember if that's true or not. Uh, no. Oh, wow. Okay. But many of them can play instruments, which is, yeah, which is in- intimidating. But yeah. So it's crazy. It's just like one was like tone deaf, yeah, tone just, was, but didn't know it. They were like, Jim, <laughs> Jim and his wife were just like, I don't know how it happened. I was confusing. <laughs> the mailman's. <laughs> Previously on Broken Link Radio. You, you already know that when it comes to content delivery, number one, I'm terrible at it. So, like, I was already off schedule. Like, I mean, maybe if they find humor in grown men crying in the fetal position. If that phone rings, make sure you get it, because I have to go up and use the bathroom. Touching his cell phone. Here it comes. <laughs> that sounds like Brad. <laughs> that sounds like me yelling about... That's uh, the mancubus. Plenty of illegal points. We got a sponsor. Oh, you, you got an ad read for me? I can give you an ad read quick. It's, it's funny you say that, because we actually are doing ad reads. We've got our judges faithfully working on the numbers right now. Kudos uh, to you, sir. You get. I'm already wanting to buy this product. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that doing that? <laughs> what, uh, <what's> that? <laughs> uh, that wasn't me. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> well, he's got it all. I'm a man out. who knows what he wants. <laughs> The following program is intended for mature audiences. Atomic batteries to power. 
10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. This is the best we can do, folks. This is what we have to offer. It's what our system produces. Garbage in, garbage out. We're here because you're looking for the best of the best of the best. Sir! Trailer trash, dark clothes wearing, too soon sex doing, four-letter wording, hoodlum Oreo eater. And we've done deep research on this. They still have their butts wiped for them. I have taken drugs before, and uh, I had a real good time. Don't talk to me, all right? Knock it off! Thank you. Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. That broadcast school has really paid off. <laughs> you fool. You must unlearn what you have learned. Do or do not. There is no try. Classic radio. Moderately moderate, decidedly stupid. This is Broken Link Radio. Jim Cayley, say hi. Hey, everyone. And I'm Bradley C. Baker. Against all the evil that hell can conjure, all the wickedness that mankind can produce, we will send unto them who only name. <laughs> Howdy. Gabe, what's going on? I'm squinting, Brad. Uh, why are you squinting? I believe this will add to today's episode of the show. However, I did realize this will make doing the news very hard tonight. It's his efforts to reach you listeners. F- you forgot Norma's doing the news today. Oh, that's right. I can go and see. I, I'm fine squinting then. I can stay squinting the whole show. Is it just for the alliteration factor? Uh, yes. Norma's news and nonsense. Yeah, the, Ooh, and Norma's it, news and nonsense be, for the day. Is it? I'm running over my cord again. I need like uh I need like one of those things that, uh, one of those like plastic clips that runs a wire along a, along a trail. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a blanket. So what were you saying about blanket? blanket? What were you, what were you saying about squinting, Gabe? <laughs> so I feel like if we were all doing the nose, there'd be one, the active unison, right? We're all doing something together. Uh-huh. And then two, like, or like Jim was saying, we can reach those far off listeners because that's what we're trying to do and get people addicted to the SoundCloud. Or wait, what do you call it? Um, to follow us on SoundCloud. Well, you're just like me. We're not so different. <laughs> We're not so different. Oh, there's a stink bug on one of the microphones. Ooh. Get out of here. You Ooh, squish it. Bitch. He wants to put his uh, two cents in. Yeah, dude. I woke up. I woke up. Uh, I woke up the other night with a stink bug crawling on my wrist. Oh, oh. I was freaking out. I, dude, I don't know. If this, when I moved away from Rochester, I don't remember stink bugs being a thing. I don't. No, they weren't. They're like an invasive. Not species. until you move back, buddy. Uh, is it, are they yeah, like, well, I want to say within the last ten years that they. Uh, yeah. So, because I don't, they're they're weird. Are they a beetle? Or are they a what are they? Dude? Yeah, they're a beetle. They're oh. they're a beetle. And so where do they come from? Asia, <laughs> David. <laughs> oh. We're speaking a language. Sam Nemna, Asian. 
You know, and I never realized they're an Asian beetle because they are huge in California. I mean, they're not huge like in sideways. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, though, I will trade <laughs> off. That does it too. I will trade off that in in rural New York, you get stink bugs, but in rural Phoenix Metro, rural, rural, I can't pronounce. Rural, I can't either. In rural, n- rural, rural Arizona, you get freaking huge ass freaking brooches, dude. They're oh, freaking yeah. huge. I thought you were gonna say scorpions because scorpions too. Yeah, I did but, too. But like uh but these freaking cockroaches for are legit three inches long, bro. They're oh, crazy. No, they freak On you. Average. They will freak you out, dude. I've That's never like a seen meat. a cockroach like that in my life. <clears throat> Good. Especially out dude. in Buckeye, like dude, anywhere the desert meets the city. It's terrifying. But I'm yeah. I'm I'm really excited because of what time of year it is. Have you guys been thinking about uh, what your plans are? Stink bug year. Thanksgiving. Wow. <laughs> that was the most anticlimactic Thanksgiving <laughs> answer to question you, ever, dude. No, dude. What, no, I'm excited. You know why? Because it's Thanksgiving, Food? dude. Is uh, this the Thanksgiving song? Hell yeah, dude. Back in black. Back in Black, a Thanksgiving song too, Jim. Rebecca Black. Oh. This is uh, this is uh, Nicole Westbrook, but it was produced by the same creepy black guy that did the Rebecca Black song. Does she have a sister named Rebecca. No. She <laughs> wants to know. Does she have a sister? <laughs> Dang it, dude. Are the lyrics in this song better or worse than that crap that Norma listens to from the 70s? Now it's Thanksgiving. I can't make out the lyrics, so I'm not sure. It's Thanksgiving. Oh, this actually is a Thanksgiving song. Yes, dude, it's the Thanksgiving song by Nicole Westbrook. No, dude, this came out like 12, 2012. Oh. It was like a meme, dude, back in the day. This was, so, like, Rebecca Black had that one song. And then, yeah. and then a couple months later, Nick, this this girl Nicole Westbrook had this song about Thanksgiving. Uh, Rebecca Black was 2010. Yeah, dude. Look, oh. Rebecca Black is uh, is a full time art student or some some weird stuff. Yeah, she's an adult. You can say she's hot now. It's allowed. So. Oh, this music is not welcomed at my Thanksgiving <laughs> gathering. <laughs> Dude, of ten or less. I, in Thanksgiving, I don't like, I don't like the turkey. I don't like the stuffing. I don't like what? the mashed potatoes. You're a monster. I'm all about cranberry sauce and this effing oh. song right here. You're gay. <laughs> because of the cranberry sauce. <laughs> Well, it makes it easy if you're ever at anybody's house. It makes it easy to to uh, cater to you, Brad. Dude, I am absolutely so. gonna. I'm gonna try and get this on a loop uh, this coming Thanksgiving on Thursday. I just want. I just want everyone to love this song the way that I do. Put it in your Spotify and just have it like in your pocket the entire time. <laughs> just, just walk around. Oh, here's a rap breakdown. Can't be hateful, gotta be grateful, dude. I thought you said hurtful. <laughs> I feel like your um, appreciation of this song is sarcastic. 
Um, I, I feel like really, it's genuine. I actually really do appreciate the production of the song. I, I ironically like how terrible the song is. What is with your voice tonight? Uh, I gotta ask you. That's like I took track my, number ten. I know. I took my uh, I took my sedative today because I was out and about and I didn't want to like freak out. Freak out! Freak out! See, that's a good Thanksgiving song. We can play that one, Jim. Okay. At the BLR Christmas party or uh, Thanksgiving party. <laughs> Do you have a Thanksgiving party? Why is it just a dinner, not a party? That's a. I mean, I Brad's mean, party, and obviously with his dance music and gallon I, jug I, I of cranberry like sauce. Not, I feel like it's not an occasion to party, though. It's just a dinner. You just you you're just, giving thanks. Yeah. So oh, her David. her song brought up an interesting point. Is it each other we're supposed to be thanking? Uh, Ooh, yeah, I never right. thought of it that way. I thought we were supposed to be thanking Jesus. I did too. I got when Abraham Lincoln instated Thanksgiving. I assumed that it was. Uh, well, she was thankful for the mashed potatoes and the turkey. A. Which could be working from her, her or uh, be thanks to Jesus. Shout out. But um, I thought we were I thought we were supposed to tell people like tell people that they should be thankful of us. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's like, good. Right. No, thankful for me. You're welcome. Do do <laughs> do you or anyone in your family, Jim, have like a running Thanksgiving list for the month of November? What do you uh, what do you mean? Like, uh, like, like, on, uh, like, like on November 1st, you're thankful for mommy and daddy. And then on like November 2nd, you're thankful no. for cable television. And then November you know I mean? 2nd, naturally, my birthday would be the day that they should all be thankful for me. But <laughs> we do not. I'm a little irritated because I can't find an instrumental for Thanksgiving. All I can find is uh, chocolate rain. That again can be played at the Thanksgiving party. Jim, put that on the rain. what about the charlie brown thanksgiving absolutely and the charlie brown christmas too can sneak in there so so jim um at the end of the night how do you feel about those people that have multiple thanksgivings are you one of those people do you do like the the thanksgiving at the in-laws and then the thanksgiving at your mom's okay yeah it's weird right one for each one of the kids yeah the only time i've heard of that was for christmas yeah, I, I'm familiar with that for Christmas, but I know of a few people that are like, yeah, we'll have Thanksgiving with our family on Wednesday, and then on Thanksgiving, we're coming to your house. And you're like, wow, okay. Well, you already yeah, had those Thanksgiving. People, those those people need to die. Bro. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Thanks to Jim. <laughs> Jim Caterly. The, uh, <laughs> so I was thinking about a multiple Thanksgiving, but I, I think with the size of turkey... The size of the turkey that we're getting this year, we might be able to have multiple Thanksgivings across the course of a week. Is Some, it a tom turkey? Somehow, somehow, Norma. Whoa! Somehow, Norma. Somehow, Norma weaseled her way into a twenty-two pound turkey. <laughs> oh, that's not a tiny turkey at all. Oh my god! It's. I've never heard of like. What size turkey are you guys doing, Jim? I'm sure you guys I do are not doing. know. Oh, we go to my sister's house. Oh, and you're not doing it. Said turkey. Oh, uh, which sister? You don't have to say their name, but which sister? The older. Oh, can she do the older? Is she good? Like, does she do a good job with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I think her her husband cooks. Oh, nice. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's the way to do it. Hit yourself with one of those guys. By the way, ladies, I am one of those guys that can. I'm trying. Cook. I'm trying. If you want to make all the money, I will gladly make your home for you. I would love to do that. 
Um, even if it's Jim, Jim, marry me, would you? Um, <laughs> so, so I thought that was weird when they said, "Yeah, we're going to do a multiple Thanksgiving thing." I was like, I, I was like you, Jim. I was like, isn't that kind of like a Christmas deal? Mm-hmm. So we're. Uh, I texted Jim late last night, Gabe, because I was watching the football game on delay. And at the time of us doing this this podcast, it was the Sunday night football game of uh, the Kansas City Chefs against the uh, the I, Oakland Raiders. I, well, they're not even Oakland Raiders anymore. I'm, I was uh, just going to say, I'm not, I'm still not used to calling them the Las Vegas Raiders. Nice job, but who is LV? <laughs> <laughs> Great googly moogly. Um, the uh, I was I just maybe text- Loserville Raiders. <laughs> I, I texted Jim and I was like, dude, you just got to be thankful to be a, a Chiefs fan at the right time right now, because for as miserable as they were for a little while, like they've got a once in a generation quarterback and he can just I've been waiting 30 years. So. Dude, <laughs> dude, it's crazy. He's he I actually said because uh, David David here was watching the rest of the game with me last night. And I said, you know, I can't imagine being a defensive coordinator with a with a four point lead in a game or however many points it was. And knowing that the opposing quarterback was Pat Mahomes, like I would go crazy, yeah, out of my mind. Well, the Raiders were doing the same thing. Our defense just sucks. Uh, we're, it was we, a it was a shootout of a game, you yeah. know. One team, like I think there was two punts. When uh, when you texted me and said that you were pissed, was that because of the interception that like got batted into somebody's hands? No, it was just overall the way the defense was playing oh, the okay. first half, and it was just a giveaway. Like every time they got the ball, they scored a touchdown. It was just a given. When they, the Raiders have the ball, it's going to be a touchdown. Dead giveaway. Dead oh. giveaway. <laughs> I know. Dead giveaway. I need to get that, dude. That's another one we need. Do we have room for dead giveaway? Uh, Let me see here. We can use any of these. No, look it, because it's all weird over here. True. Oh. No. Unless you wanted to use this. Right we can Mike the, Livingston. We can make the we can make the space bar the dead giveaway. Space bar. Space, Mike Livingston space was the last Kansas City Chiefs quarterback worth a damn. That's not true. They had Joe That's Montana, Elvis Kerbach, Rich Alex Cannon, Smith. Alex Smith. Elvis Kerbach. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. Joe Montana, yes, he was worth a damn. Did nothing for the Chiefs. Matt Castle. Stop those other ones again. Matt Castle, oh, Rich Gaiman, Elvis Gerbach. Do you, you want to throw? How dare you besmirch the name of Elvis Gerbach and Matt Castle? First, you want to throw in Tom Tupa and and Steve Bono? Don't you get me started on Tom Tupa, you piece of crap, dude. Tom Tupa is a Hall of Famer. What the hell's wrong with you? Tupa toothpaste, dude. Tom Steve Tupa, Steve Bono, dude. Steve Bono. <laughs> how many? How many? Uh, how many Super Bowl rings does Steve Bono have? Two. At least how many I'm does he sure. from starting? No, he was behind Montana Young, dude. Anybody can clean the toilet, oh, too. Oh, dude, Steve Bono, dude. Garoppolo Steve. has three rings already. That's true. Who yeah. Garoppolo has two rings? I believe he has two rings already. Yeah, he has Garoppolo already has two rings, <laughs> dude. And like, he, you don't need to. It doesn't make him good or bad. He's, it's he's, just, he's just come on. <laughs> boy, boy, he he got into the game. Way Billy too Bullock late. has a ring. Billy, where was he at? Where was he at? I think he was back, uh, back up uh, third string in New England, wasn't he? Or maybe a, or, that doesn't sound right. I just didn't Steve well Bono sing uh, Mr. Or Whitehurst, Charlie Whitehurst. Does Whitehurst have a ring? He might. What did you What did you say, Jim? I'm sorry. Didn't Steve Didn't Steve Bono sing Mysterious Ways <laughs> with she the share chips? Mysterious Ways. <laughs> 
Dude, how pretentious? Brother, dude, how how pretentious is you two? Yeah, like who? Uh, I know, dude. Who was ever into you? I know they were like at one point one of the biggest bands in the world, but uh, they might but have still. Come on, <laughs> they might have like three songs that I can listen to without going. This guy's an asshole. And the guy just puts himself out there like he's the greatest. He's got a philanthropist. He, like he's got a me messianic complex for sure. Right, for sure. It's those glasses. The Joe Biden. I'll tell you what. Joe Biden kills those glasses, though. The aviators. Yeah, dude, he kills them. What dude. the frig is up with that? Like, do they tell him to wear those, or is he just like him? I think that's his brand. Um, what did you Biden brand? Philly Billy Volok. Uh, he played for the Titans in 2000. I believe they lost Tart the Super didn't they? Yeah, they I don't know that Billy Volok won any. Was that you one yard short? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was that year. Yeah, and surprisingly, weirdly, that year looking that up, my, I was in the same place. Steve Bono got a third ring, didn't he? When the with the two thousand Rams, the well, year after the Rams, that, the, uh, Rams. No, the well, reading that right? No, I don't know if that's right, dude. But Steve Bono, that was when Warner was on the team. I think ninety eight. Oh no, ninety eight. That wasn't the one that that Warner. was Broncos year. So never mind. But but Tom Tupa was a legit Tupa. quarterback and one of the best punters in the NFL for a long time. How dare you bring up Tom Tupo <laughs> like that, dude? That makes me so mad. I'm just, I was I was also watching I the game on delay in a way because I was watching it illegally on uh, one of those Android boxes. Oh, okay. You get you guys don't have like television at all. Like you don't have the the over the air no. network thing. I have no. I have uh, just the local channels and then whatever we stream: Hulu, Netflix, Amazon. Whatever. Yeah, but Sunday Night Football was is on local television. That's why it's on NBC. Yeah, that's why I was confused. Yeah, it's it's oh, it's, it's uh, spotty. It sucks. We're looking for yeah. Yeah. So was my underwear. <laughs> if you were, I apologize to Tom Tupa. He was never on the Chiefs. Yeah, Tom Tupa. Also, Chupa. that, that Chupa. reminds Koopa me, Chupa. Gabe. Gabe, you are so wrong about Kansas City Chiefs quarterbacks, and I'm not even a Kansas Kansas City Chiefs fan. But Matt Castle was good. Elvis mm -hmm. Gerbach was good. Trent Green was good. El uh, Elvis Gerbach was good. Again, I'm just saying. And I'll give it Alex Smith, too. But I'll Alex say Smith, that's Joe Montana, true. freaking Steve DeBerg, bro. Back in the Even day. Even Joe Montana. Montana. DeBerg, that's what I was thinking of. Not Tupa, Steve DeBerg. Yeah, but now all I'm saying is that if you don't win a Super Bowl, I'll say the only Chargers quarterback worth a damn, and there's a long list there, too, is Stan Humphreys. Stan <laughs> he went to the Super Bowl. Dan Humphreys was I I remember back before we realized that concussions were actually really terrible. And I as a kid I just used to make fun of Stan Humphreys used to get like a concussion every three weeks. Like every quarter. And he would just be on the sidelines blinking really really largely. Just the biggest blinks ever with his eyes his pupils dilated all the way open and his uh his eyes wide open and he's just blinking and he doesn't know what to do and they're just like jamming smelling salts up his nose trying to get him back out there what really trying to get him to walk straight so jim jim knows about this game but like down or up here in in western new york everyone swears lives and dies by the buffalo bills for the most part oh. but if you ever really want to get him pissed <laughs> off you just tell them how many you just tell them that rob johnson has a super bowl ring and jim kelly doesn't <laughs> and they, they get really upset <laughs> they get really pissed about that one. Did, you can uh, see them. Doug Flutie never did, right? Like he wasn't on the he Doug, wasn't on the Patriots. Doug, Doug Flutie was on the Patriots probably when they won the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah, his last Patriots game was 2005 hmm. or 2006. Hmm. Um, 
I thought he finished. He didn't get one as a charger. I can tell you that. (laughs) Oh, no. He was like filling in. He was like buying time. I was talking to Jim last week, and he didn't realize that Drew Brees was ever a charger. How about that, Gabe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did very well. That's why I'm worried about Herbert right now. Is Justin Herbert, right? The new kid who's doing well, and they can't win behind him because uh, Brees was amazing. Had Tomlinson with him. They want one on 15. A few years later, his shoulder got hurt, and they said, this kid's never going to throw a football again. He's done. He's never going to do anything. Do you remember uh, every record ever? I, the, the reason that came up is because someone was talking about whether or not Drew Brees is officially washed up. And then we got to talking about how we thought Drew Brees was washed up in 2006. Yeah. We're, like, we're like, oh, that's it. He hurt his shoulder real bad. He'll, uh, the entire Chargers organization <laughs> thought that. <laughs> they were just like, get rid of him. We're on, we're on to, uh, to Philip Rivers. <laughs> Are all these guys like when they're eighty just going to like collapse and not be able to move any joint in their body? Well, yeah, that's what um, like, that's all what the that times is. Breeze has been injured. You know, mm-hmm. that's what happened with um, that that lawsuit maybe eight years ago or so. Where <clears throat> God damn it, where uh, where like all these old players get uh, settlements going forward. Yeah. Is they get ongoing care because yeah, all those guys like from the fifties, sixties, and seventies, like most of them can't walk, right? So <laughs> like they're just like they've got all swollen. I guess Bernie is it Bernie Kozar that's like got uh, post concussion dementia. He's got like CTE real bad. Does he really? He doesn't like know his name half the time. Bernie. And then but it's her- like I feel like that's what you sign up for, and you, you you're compensated well at the time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, why does it come as a surprise that you're? gonna be beat up later on well i i don't dis- i don't disagree with you but also like in that case the problem is though there's a lot of things going on the problem is like the the contracts in the nfl are just barely worth the paper they're written on you know so like those guys um were never they they when they did get paid well they got paid well but as soon as the team didn't want them they didn't get paid a dime you know what i mean yeah so it's not like they could st- stay like st- stick a bunch of money away over a long period of time. Cause some of those guys only played for five, six years or whatever, you know? So it's, it's, right. it's, it gets complicated, but I do know whatever the, whatever the grounds were that the NFL lost that suit, but all of that, I said to get to, what was the name of the quarterback? Cause I got it wrong when I did Joe the prep Burrow. show. Joe Burrow dude got Alex Smith yesterday. He like, what do you mean he, got Alex he like Smith? broke his entire life, dude. He, he had like the Alex Smith injury. Uh, Who Joe Burrow? Yeah, oh, he's doing really well, right? The guy in Cincinnati. He, he tore his ACL, MCL, and more knee damage. <laughs> was, yeah, he's out for a bit. It's like wow. next season. This is his rookie year, right? His status for next yeah. season is in question. Isn't it like how? Yeah, like they don't even know if he's going to play in 2021. Yeah. Wow. That's he's gonna, he got the Alex Smith thing. Isn't it almost it's bad enough? Oh, go Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> we both just did the same thing. You go ahead, Jim. It's bad enough the guy like gets drafted this the sucky team. <laughs> and he's a great quarterback and he's like dead in the water as it is. Oh no, this. dude. And and think about how pathetic Alex I, I I'm a big Alex Smith fan, but think about how pathetic he's looked since he spent two years learning how to walk again and he's trying to play NFL football this year. Oh, his legs are so skinny. As, dude, it's not funny, but if you get a look at Alex Smith's legs, they've atrophied to like wow. They're like pencils. They do they do not look good. Because he didn't Ugh. walk for like two years, you know? <laughs> yeah. And pretty much the same thing happened to Joe Burrow, except for Joe Burrow's like 22 or whatever. He's like, he's he's done for his career. Career. That's sad to watch. But, uh, but you, you know, you know what would be really funny? 
as if uh as if that happened to Pat Mahomes like tomorrow. Oh no. <laughs> Dude, I was just thinking about that. Like, a couple of days ago, I'm like, I'm like, it's a miracle the guy hasn't been like injured, but he was last year. He went out for a couple of games. Yeah. Well, with Drew sprain an ankle or something. Did, was I just found this out today, but Drew Brees not not only did he have a collapsed lung, but like he broke eleven ribs. And oh, eleven? And, and honestly, yeah, I didn't know about the collapsed lung. I knew about the ribs. Like and, someone took a sledgehammer to him. And honestly, I don't even remember how many ribs you're supposed to have. How many ribs do you have? I don't, I don't know. Gabe, can you look up how many ribs we have? We'll we'll figure it out. Mom, the ones in the back if it, too. If it's less than uh, eleven, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I keep a bird in my rib cage at all time. It's twelve pairs of ribs, so in total, there's twenty four. Oh my! He broke half of his ribs, dude. <laughs> half his ribs and right. and lost along. Holy crap! Americans in the early 1800s were just mad about almanacs. Some favorites were the Country Almanac, the Longworth Pocket Almanac, the New England Almanac, the U.S. Calendar, the Counting House Almanac. Almanacs often bore the names of their publishers, the Smith and Foreman's Almanac, McCullough's Almanac, and Stevens, and Robinson's, and Levitt's, and Munsell's, and Webster's, and Banneker's Almanacs. Some 1,500 different almanacs published simultaneously just in the northeastern United States alone. Our forefathers loved almanacs. But this is the rest of the story. Robert B. Thomas was 10 years old when the Declaration of Independence was signed, and as a young man, he was a schoolmaster. At 26, he decided to publish an almanac. And 23 years later, that same almanac was being published by that same Bob Thomas. Now we come to the summer of 1815. In November, as always, the almanac for the following year would be distributed, the text of which had just gone to the printer. Bob was very happy to see it done this year because all the while he was racing against the deadline, he'd been coming down with a flu. He kept telling himself, you can't afford to be sick. So he drove himself, and he managed to stay fork and end down until the last word on the last page had been written, until the completed volume had been sent to the print shop. Now, you know the letdown, the physical and mental unwinding that often follows a major accomplishment. Well, that's what Bob's threatening flu bugs had been waiting for. Bob became magnificently ill. He went to bed and stayed there. With one considerable consolation, his almanac had gone to press. Now... The next day, the printer visited Bob's home. Said he hoped Bob was feeling better. Bob said he was not, but thanks anyway. The printer said he hated to bring this up, Bob being so miserable and all, but there was a problem with the almanac. In next year's weather predictions, the month of July was missing. Well, Bob heaved an exasperated sigh. He instructed the printer to fill in the space. The printer said, with what? The ailing publisher said, fill it in with anything. And the printer nodded and left. I do not believe Bob Thomas had figured on his printer's sense of humor. You see, the weather the printer spontaneously predicted in the blank space under the heading of July 1816 was snow. Snow in July. And a lot of copies of that almanac were run off. Before Bob got well and discovered what had happened, Annoyed, he demanded the ludicrous forecast of snow in July be replaced with something plausible, so it was replaced. In the rest of the editions of that particular issue, the new prediction read, a storm not far distant. 
And that's how many of Bob's readers read it. But you know that a good number of the 1816 almanacs, with the original humorous prediction, were already distributed. And an equal number of Bob's readers, perusing next summer's weather, were much amused by the anticipated snow in July. Now, there's something I really ought to mention at this point. Of all of the hundreds upon hundreds of almanacs published back then, only one has survived, and that one was Bob's Almanac. And it has been published every year since 1792. And the whole nation recognizes it even today as the Old Farmer's Almanac. That's the only one of the hundreds that survived. Folks have taken that publication quite seriously, especially since 1816. For that was the year of the tongue-in-cheek summer forecast. And that year, I mean several times over a period of several days, it really did. Snow in July. And now you know the rest of the story. It's okay, Jim. We all know Brad's a dick. You're listening to Broken Link Radio. think that we did uh, i wish we were doing it live on facebook we're doing it live because uh because i think we just witnessed jim being murdered I, i'm admitting him i don't know uh... <laughs> oh he just you just put him back on i think so. jim welcome back Second segment. <laughs> is he there i don't know dude oh no see it doesn't uh it'll is this his murderer <laughs> this is the person that murdered him <laughs> <laughs> speak. I'm not even making fun of him. He really didn't sound well, and then he just disappeared from the Zoom. <laughs> I think we're. I think this is his murderer. I finally got. Oh, wait, well, where did it go? Oh, I finally got rid of Jim. <laughs> I've finally taken him out. <laughs> and now I can co-host BLR with you, Brad. No, there's two Jim Kitterleys. <laughs> They're both being admitted. <laughs> the hell is, dude? Zoom is just <laughs> Zoom is completely losing its mind right now. I don't know. This is like a specifically Jim Caterley thing, where like, where like uh, he uh, he zips in and out of reality. And then, <laughs> like, his thing crashes. Oh, man. Suppose I should just remind everybody to check out the stream yeah. uh, on brokenlinkradio.com. Wow. Oh, no. Oh, it's so loud, sound guy. Oh. Oh, that didn't and do anything. And the stream made us slit. Jim's downstream. <laughs> We've lost Jim. He's Jim, down. He's downstream. Jim is washed ashore. Oh, he's still initializing. <laughs> I don't understand what happened. We've got to play a game with him, too. Uh, I love that whole just event, like that whole. I know we didn't have events. we didn't we didn't have any of it recorded, but it, Jim just was brutally like choked on his <laughs> choked on his own feces and then <laughs> perished. Right, right. It was all those snacks that he eats during the show. I know everywhere he does on air. He finished his wipeout course and had an immediate heart attack. <laughs> oh my god! In heaven, it's just uh, he's still joining. He's still joining. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, what a, really what a crap show, huh? Now there's two Jim Caterleys joining. <laughs> we told you there's two Oh, Jim no. No, but there one really was waiting. One now. was waiting, and now there's... 
I don't understand. <laughs> or admit everybody. Neither. You got twenty. Gy- I have zero gyms on my end. No, I know because like casino gyms. Oh, one of them. Oh, well, one of the gyms, dude. Jim Zoom and Jim do not get along. One of the gyms just murdered the other. You you get uh, you get worse reception than Jim, but Jim Jim has like these weird technical hiccups. Where he like goes into the nexus, he goes into the nether sphere. Yeah, we joke about me being and traveling into the abyss. He goes into the Eldrix land. Oh, <laughs> oh there! Oh, he's connecting again. Oh, Close. connecting, dancing dots, dancing dots. Come on, Jim. You know the, it actually says he's connecting to mine. I've never. So this that. this is something that happens in Star Trek, right? But oh. but but it, oh oh, is he here? Oh no! <laughs> oh, watch! He's gonna text me. He's gonna text me. Going, what the frig, dude? <laughs> oh man, this poor. As guy. we established, that's about an anger level of about nine out of ten, right? Yeah, yeah. What the frig, dude? Is like nine out of ten. <laughs> ten is when he actually does curse. That's when he actually does get upset. But. uh uh, I, of all the times that I didn't, I didn't start rolling early. I know. We didn't even do the live thing. So, uh, so Jim was invited. <laughs> Jim was invited to the big birthday hoopla last night, Gabe. Hoopla. Uh, yeah. Uh, David had. Oh, here he oh. comes. Whoa! What here is he- going on with my Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> I wish so you would- first. I leave to take a leak and get a snack. And then I find I came back in. My dog was freaking all over my, my computer. <laughs> That's what my that laptop, was. My laptop, my microphone. And then I wouldn't <laughs> let me join Zoom. Like I tried like three times. I don't know what's going on. Okay. That's funny because we couldn't make out what kind of noises we were. We thought we were hearing from you. It must have been your dog slobbering onto the microphone or something. Because <laughs> it sounded like you, it, dude, it sounded like somebody broke into your room and, and strangled you to death. You were like, me, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Ah, I put my hand. I put my hand. My hand. <laughs> she's a big, she's a big uh, galoot. <laughs> so is my dog. I'm not oh, talking about my dog. I'm talking about my wife. Too much rain, been hit enough. To I do. can't make up my mind. I put my hand on, on my hand. Actually, like this? Gabe, we did put a, we did put a rim shot on the, uh, on the soundboard today. I forgot to, I forgot to look for it. Only, only David knows where it is. Let me see. Except for I don't even know where it is. I thought you were supposed to put it on space. Space. Oh, here it is. That's the best type of rim shot. (laughs) You know what makes a rim shot good is when you're about 47 seconds late on it. Remember, now that's the master volume. (laughs) So that's you just turned all the sounds down by that much. You want to turn the rim shot down. Now, welcome to Broken Link Radio, where I teach someone how to run the soundboard. So you have to click on There you go. Bring it down. Broken Link is right. Yeah. So, Jim, you were invited to the big birthday hoopla last night. For the uh, the TK's pizza oh, extravaganza, we all witnessed the actual for real, definitely not fake this time. Uh, retirement of the Undertaker at Survivor Series last night. Ooh, and uh, he came out in character. He cut his little like I quit promo in character, which was whatever. Oh, here's what they did. So before the Undertaker came out, Jim, they like brought out a lot of his real life friends, but like guys that were wrestlers. So like. Uh, the Big Show came out. Ric Flair came out. Savio Vega came out. I know you may not know who Savio Vega is. Savio Vega. Savio Vega. The Godfather. The Godfather. <clears throat> oh, man. I got to tell that story, too. Was it The Godfather or was it Kama? 
It was the Godfather. Uh, Jeff Hardy. Marlon Brando. Undertaker. <laughs> but so so then it was it was coming out. It was coming time for Undertaker to make his entrance. The lights go out, and then everybody that came out in the ring to celebrate Undertaker's retirement just vanished. They all just left. And then Undertaker just made his entrance, and he said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm I quit." And then they played his music out. And that was it. I quit. <laughs> well, I had uh, Norma and and our guests last night were like, well, "That was it," and I was like, "Yeah, I guess so. That's, I guess that's what's hap- That's what happens." Although they that's did, gay. they did do, gay. They did do um, a, like a Hologram. a rendition. They did a rendition of a Sega Genesis theme song with with actual Tesla coils, Jim. <laughs> They have like two two Tesla coils that played like a MIDI version of the Undertaker's theme song for a little bit. That's weird. It was kind of it was kind of crazy. So is it like the Boy Who Cried Wolf, where like Brett Favre announcing he's retiring so many times that when he's actually doing it, it's like uh, fizzles out? Well, it was weird because there's no fans, right? So oh yeah, yeah. They were he was coming out into the, like their their setup or whatever. There's nobody actually there. They're piping in fake crowd noise from the wrestling video games. You know, so like there's a wrestling video game chance while he's <laughs> so they're like, thank you, Taker. Except for it's oh, just so like great. from the video. It was weird. It was just odd. But uh, it got me thinking, Jim, of an of a game that you wanted to play for the show a little while ago. Ooh. And I had to think of a way for us to play it. You're so conscientious in three ways. So. We got David here today, and we were celebrating. Putting us first, celebrating his 18th birthday, which means I can swear around him now as much as I feel like because mm-hmm. he's officially an adult. <clears throat> and um, and he's going to be assigned wrestling theme music from the 2010s. Ooh! And Jim, you will be given wrestling theme entrances <clears throat> from the 1990s. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Gabe, if and when one of them get a question wrong or get a theme music wrong. You have an opportunity to steal from either of them. Ooh! So it'll be either your turn or David's turn, Jim. And if either one of you get yours wrong, Gabe has a chance to guess on everybody. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I'm thinking Gabe's going to be the uh, sleeper winner here because <laughs> I'm only good for a couple of years of the '90s. Yeah. Full disclosure: Gabe runs the music for his wrestling shows. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. Right. So, <sighs> but that's why he's allowed to guess on everybody. Always that why? I've only heard one entrance music ever, and it is The Rock. That's it. I'm looking for paper <laughs> and some. I mean, within the last twenty minutes. I know that I I can get some uh, some uh, random ones from specifically the year 2010. Oh wait, these are all WWE and or WCW, right? <laughs> these yes. aren't like. Weird Japan company in 1997. <laughs> yeah, that would weird. Weird Arizona <laughs> wrestling. Yeah. Oh yeah. We if if you if you loaded it, Brad, then yeah, I'll guess on everyone. I got this, and get some plugs in too. Oh yeah. All right. I'm just uh, I'm just loading up the Muzak right now. Loading up. The first entrance is by Dean Martin. Um, Who comes out to this? Bring up, bring up Jim's right here because you can look at Jim's. What hey, you know, just like guess, guess Ooh, wrestling look themes, nineties or whatever. We're gonna look at your music, Jim. How do you Ooh. feel about that? <laughs> How does that make you feel? 
a little embarrassed. <laughs> and a little old turn on. Ooh. <laughs> All right. I. This is pretty vague. What do you got? 90s? Yeah. That's not. No, um, he's not going to want that. He's going to. Yeah, he's going to want those. Oh, here we go. Yeah, that's that's fair. All right, Jim, you're going to go first. Let's get you the ones that you want. Oh, boy. Here you go. Oh, jeez. No, oh, I, I don't know if this is it yet. Does John Travolta sing any of these? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> then I'll know him. When does the actual theme song start? We're just looking for your music right now, Jim. Wait, if David is guessing and he's also helping... No, look- so here's he, he's getting music for Jim and I'm getting his music on a separate... Oh, That's gotcha. freaking Nirvana. I know, this is the intro of the video for some reason. They're just There's like a really long intro. That's pay this to play. Kurt Cobain's. <laughs> Whoops, that's my bad. Kurt Novoselic used this when he wrestled oh, in, this in this big time. Okay. okay. Big time little pro in Arkansas. All right, do we have a theme here? I believe so. All right. Hold on. Tell me all if right. you tell me if you need me to turn up the music at all, Jim, all right? Turn it up. <clears throat> okay. All right. Turn it up. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <Not this bad. laughs> <laughs> is that Hulk Hogan? <laughs> that would be uh that would Save be Vampiro. Alright. That's Undertaker. Very good, Jim. Thank you. Alright. Thank now, you for making we're loading the deck here. Watch the first one be the Undertaker. <laughs> I thought I, I thought we looked at I thought we had found one from the 2010s pretty easily. Wrong, Jim. That was Paul Bearer. True. I almost said that, too, as a joke. <laughs> all right. All right, David. You ready? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, you can't cover your mouth when you're uh, talking about yeah, that. Was, I know. <laughs> Here we go. All right. I believe these are mostly from the 2010s era. The Usos. The original Usos. All right. So, Dave, you're going with the Usos for that? Yeah. I think this is the Usos. I see now. I have to check because I don't actually know. All right. You ready? Jim, your next one for one point. You ready? Or is Jim alive? I am here. All right. All right. Oh, it's on mute. Hold on. Just... Jim is muted. <laughs> not that's not it. No. <laughs> Jim just gets against <laughs> the Undertaker game the whole time. <laughs> oh, this is a tough one. Oh, is this playing? Can you hear? Yeah. That? Can you hear it, Jim, or do we need to turn it up? Turn it up. Sounds like uh, 80s Duran Duran. <laughs> Let it play. Uh, Let it play. I'm going to have to pull out a guess. Okay. Because I don't know. We, um, we can play it again for Gabe if we need to. 
I know who it's not. <laughs> <laughs> let's go with uh let's go with uh I don't know. Gabe, you want to give it a shot? Yeah, that's Psycho Sid, isn't it? Oh, oh man, man, we have a three-way tie for one right now. Okay, <clears throat> David, are you ready for your next one? Uh, yep. American Alpha. <clears throat> that would be correct. Dave's Dave, Not only does Dave get the answers right, but he also gets them right within like a second and a half. All right. That was also one of the songs I had on my uh, 2K and new music. <laughs> All right, Jim, you ready for yours? Yes. It's currently the score is one to two to one. Oh, oh I know. Um, is it? Is it Legion? No, 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 no. <laughs> Not Legion. No, 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 no. Um. <laughs> Axe and Smash, right? Um, the freak is their tag team? They would be Demolition. Demolition, but that's not right, is it? I can tell by the tone of your voice that's wrong. Is it Demolition? I'm going to give you another chance. Jim, I love you, so I'm going to give you it. You, you Stop you may, patronizing me! You may not understand. <laughs> David is like a savant when it comes to wrestling theme music. So, I mean, and then, here you go. One more try. Think back deep in your childhood. <laughs> I don't know if I know it. Whoa. Oh, I know this. I know this. <laughs> you just had to do the impersonation of it. <laughs> Welcome oh, to the Wrestle World man. Wrestling Federation. I'm going to shoot myself when I hear it. Jim, I, I give up. I know right, it, but I Gabe, can't. you have a chance to steal a score two points or score a point and, and uh, tie David with two points. This is the music of the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Bret Hart. Is yeah, it? Bret the Hitman Hart. That was exactly right. So, Dave, it's now your turn. It sounds different than I remember. I remember that second part where it goes, but that sounded like overall sounded different than the one. Yeah. He had a electric guitar version and he also had like a synthesizer version. You'd be more familiar with the synthesizer version. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it's still exactly the same music. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Ready, David? Yep. The Dudley boys. (laughs) By the way, he got that in uh, less than two seconds. (laughs) I could just tell by the sound effect. All right. I want to play this in, a, in the training school. Like, this entire segment is going to be played multiple times over so that you guys know, because this is the importance <laughs> of knowing within two seconds <laughs> and not changing your music. All right. Like, David is the point, right? All right, Jim. You yeah. got to get back in the game here, buddy. You need this I one. You ready? I really thought you were going to get Bret Hart. I should have. Didn't you get a pair of glasses from Bret Hart back in the day? Uh, see, I can't did even he, remember. No, he, I slapped did, your, I, he slapped your hand at a Superstars taping yes. at the War Memorial. That's what it was. <laughs> he slapped the glasses out of Jim's hand. It's all going All right, there you go. He's right. It don't help the home. 
Mm-hmm. All right, David, you ready for yours? Yep. New day, any news? That one doesn't count. Yeah, yeah, and like that one. New days doesn't count because they say the new day in their song. <laughs> so this is the one afterwards. Here we go. Ready? We don't get hype. What's the hype, bros? Uh, okay, I'm just gonna be honest bro. though. I wouldn't. I don't think I would have known it from. Uh, David has four points. I don't think I would have known it from the actual music. Jim, are you ready for your next one? Yes, you're still in it, but I think Gabe, I think I think Dave is uh, taking care of business. He's got everybody doubled up right now. Here you go. Ready? Yeah, Hulk Hogan. Hulk oh, Hogan's I think I know this. I don't know it. It's not I think Yokozuna. I, uh, I'm not looking. Okay. Let me know when the answer comes up, David. Brad doesn't know it. I don't know. I think I know it. The answer's up. Okay. Gabe, nobody knows the answer. You want to give it a Sabu? shot? Sabu? Except for me. You said Sabu? Is that Sabu? No. Is it Sabu or I know Sultan? I know. Oh. Was it Sultan? <laughs> Actually, it's not. It's the Iron <coughs> Sheik. But I thought it was a Sultan's. I thought it was a Sultan's theme music, too. Huh. Okay. Huh. Yeah. All right. Nobody scores a point. All right, Dave. Uh, wait, who just went? <coughs> yeah. Jim just went. All right. Ready? When did the Iron Sheik have the music? <laughs> Hold on. Wait, am I holding on for you or what? Yeah. All right. We're good now. Okay. Ready? Yep. Page. It actually took me a bit to get that. Because uh, yeah. it didn't have the, the bird. True. So Dave has five points, and Jim, you've got another one to go here. Did you say Gabe has five points? No, Dave does. Dave is like, uh, have you gotten any of them wrong yet? Nope. All right. Uh, Jim, you kind of need this one. Here you go. (laughs) Bushwhackers. Is this the Bushwhackers? This might be the Bushwhackers, actually. I think so. I actually don't know this one. Dude! Is dude. it the Bushwhackers or Hillbilly Hell yeah, Jim? Jim? Back in the game, yeah, the Bushwhackers, bushwhackers dude. Yeah. yeah. I love that you didn't know Brett the Hitman Hart, but you knew the Bushwhackers, dude. <laughs> it was a different version, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Boy, Dave, you need to, like, you need to lose on this one. Are you ready? Let's see. Ninety-eight PXY. <laughs> oh, that's the street profit. <laughs> Man, I was. Th- this is almost. You know what? This is like playing uh, Stump the Stoop with Don Geronimo. This is a. Uh... All right, Jim. I was under your... the impression this is going to be early 2010s, though. That's what I did, too. I, did I too. can't really get the rest of our theme songs now. Are right, you ready? Sure, I'm not sure why. Jim, here's yeah. your next one. <clears throat> you really surprised me with the Bushwhackers there, dude. <clears throat> oh, I think that Jim might get this one wrong. You'd think I'm going to say Razor Ramon, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. Um... 
I don't know. I wouldn't have known that one either. So that was the aforementioned Savio Vega, who you probably would have remembered as Quang. Savio Vega is my guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not familiar with either of names. Dude, you, dude, you need to look up Quang. All right, David. We're probably going to make this the last round because you're sort of running away with it. You ready? Yep. Fifteen seconds. Oh, he doesn't know. I can look. I can see on his face. He doesn't know. Uh... Oh, I've heard it before. Oh man, I Gabe. Don't, I don't know. Gabe, you have a chance to steal that one. Do you know the? Do you know that music? It's Bushwhackers. That was the 2010s. Was <sighs> um... that the Four Horsemen music? Correct, Gabe. That yeah, Arn Anderson and Flair. Four oh, horsemen. That's unfair. All right. Why was oh, that in the 2010s? Because of because they play it when Arn Anderson would show up or Ric Flair or somebody. Ah, uh, okay. Sure. All right, Jim. One more. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know that I know this one. Man, this is not my era. Actually, I might know. I. Uh, mm. These are all 80s and 90s themes, actually. Oh, yeah, snap! After 90, if it's after 93, I'm, I don't no, know. No, that was Nikolai Volkov. I'm I'm going to play another one for you, Jim, okay? <clears throat> okay. Because I accidentally just gave Gabe the answer. Come <laughs> 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 on. All right, so mm-hmm. there's Ted DiBiase. Gabe, I'll play one for you just for the hell of it. You ready? All right. Yeah, I have no clue. This is like post 2015. Uh, no, it's actually. Pr- it's oh no, I know it. I know. I know. I know. Uh, it's the uh, prime time player. Oh, Gabe. Yeah, I'm like, duh. What am I talking about? Gabe. I know who this is. All right. One more, Jim. After after Teddy Biasi, then we gotta go. Everybody's got a prize. Everybody's gonna pay. He sure reminds me of Kenny Rogers. <laughs> he does look like Kenny Rogers. He? They should be drinking buddies, dude. Yeah. Pay the price. Oh, there you go. You gotta know this one, dude. Oh. oh. Is this the narcissist? Jim, you gotta know this one, dude. Lex Luger, right? Jim, you gotta know this. <laughs> oh, Mr. Perfect. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> We were just talking about Mr. Perfect in uh, in church, <laughs> as we were wont to do. <laughs> you know, it's a like, pretty sweet church. You I know, how, like the, the speaker the speaker <laughs> says something. You're like, oh yeah, dude, you got to tell. Like, you know about Mr. Perfect. All right, so Jimmy finished with five five po- points. Five points. Five points. Bisexual points. <laughs> Dave had six, and then Gabe, you had four. But I kind of cheated in Jim's favor the la- near the last two rounds. Um, I appreciate that. G- g- bring up my prep sheet because I don't remember what else is coming now. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about Gabe. We're going to talk about uh, Dave being old now. It's weird.
staying in your car, from talking to friends to watching a movie to turning tricks with a coworker. So why should you get out of your car to eat? At Up and Adam, we're from a time when America didn't worry about global warming, cholesterol, or who could vote. Drive into Up and Adam today. Up and Adam, food from when we were morally superior. Well, I was shopping for a new car. Which one's me? A cool convertible or an SUV? Too bad I didn't know my credit was whack. Cause now I'm driving off the lot in a used subcompact. F R E E. That spells free. Creditreport.com, baby. Saw their ads on my TV. Thought about going, but was too lazy. Now instead of looking fly and rolling fat, my legs are sticking to the vinyl and my posse's getting laughed at. F R E E. That spells free. Creditreport.com, baby. Offer applies with enrollment and triple advantage. You know, folks, about 28 miles from here in Wellsville, there is a store the likes of which you will not see anywhere else in western New York. If you've never seen the majesty of a modern dance performance, come see the unbridled passion of In the Future There Will Be Robots. Every night at the Vice City Arts Center, expressing the future aesthetically through the medium of dance, two men battle for one robot's heart by euphoric and vehement gyrations on stage. I love her! Yes, but what about this? Those aren't regulation moves. I dance my way to express that which cannot be said. I love you both. Dance for me. This is the definition of modern dance. Grown men in questionable clothing, flailing around like they're having a seizure. True modernism. The, the past. The present. And the future. The future. The performance features a futuristic laser show with a dehydrating manatee. In the future, there will be robots. Come see the performance that has left critics speechless. At the Vice City Arts Center. tier program with a tier assholes you're listening to broken link radio What's it called? What's it called when you like do make social difference. make a no. difference? No, like what is what is it called when you uh, when you? Um... Oh, if you want to slack devise, <laughs> go to change.org. ESPN's X Games brought to you by change.org. <coughs> Norma, you're not doing the news yet. I brought you in a segment early. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, you are you? Tell me. You never tell me what I'm doing. You usually don't want me around. I usually, it's usually better when you don't know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Are you going to read from your phone? Is that how you're going to do this? No, how am I going to do it? Well, we can. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Why does Jim sound so loud? (laughs) Because I've got a good mix Because I'm laying down beats. Where's Gabe? (laughs) Oh, there's Gabe. I hear you. So what did I miss? We need what to game ta- did you play? We need to what talk didn't about, you miss? We need to talk about the wild goose chase that we went on today. I want to know why I have to miss this. You, what? Why do I have to miss this? You're not missing anything. <laughs> Jim just said, what didn't I miss? 
well, you sure, everything. You're you're in purgatory because you sent uh, David and I on a wild goose chase today to get a permit that caught Jim. Do you know how much a permit costs? Don't take everything I say so literally. Jeez, <laughs> I literally do. <laughs> Women. Oh, misogynist. What's the deal with that? We, we were sitting. <laughs> We were sent. We were sent to go get a, a a driving permit for David today, and uh, we were sent with with a hundred dollars. You know what the cost of a driver's permit is? Uh, I should because I've had kids just do it, but I have no idea. One hundred and ten dollars, dude. <laughs> What's that's ridiculous? <laughs> and he yeah. had he had a photo ID too. I think when I took my permit test, I think it was five bucks, ten bucks, ten bucks. Yeah. Well, inflation. Well, they, Come were, on. Well, they were still building the roads as you were driving them. Row ads. They were still Row building ad. cards, cars. <laughs> still building cards and cards. So we're we're up there. And we, we drive and we drive thirty five minutes out to Lions, Jim, and we're stuck. We're uh, we're, we're out there with no money. <laughs> the lady at the DMV looks at us. She's like, "It's one hundred and ten dollars." And I'm like, "Well, I got a hundred broken lines. <laughs> I got a hundred and broke." And then she and then, she and then it's so pathetic. She goes, "Well, do you guys have a credit card?" That, <laughs> I was like. None of us have a balance that can pay a hundred. So you didn't look up the cost before you went. Uh, I was told it was ninety dollars. I'm yes. not. A, I just moved here a year ago. I was too. I was told it was a year ago. <laughs> well, I don't need to get a permit, dude. I just changed my driver's license over for like fifty bucks. Well, and I gave him a hundred dollar bill, and I said, "Yeah, I got." I had my husband send him a text saying, "Yeah, take some of the change. Take the and buy change dinner. and buy yourself a dinner." <laughs> and we're like, "Well, <laughs> we're twenty dollars in the hole, so no." <laughs> That's not. You gotta work. do some dishes now. So, uh, so how about how about <clears throat> Dave? How do you feel about being a, a full grown adult male now? Well, I'm not full grown. Yeah, I no, I got bad. I got I got yeah. bad news for you. You are full grown. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is as good as it gets. His dad didn't I start getting not. taller until he was eighteen, nineteen. I'm years supposed old. to be five nine. That's the and where and where are you at now? Five, who seven. told? Who promised you that? Yeah, right. My, my doctor <laughs> said five nine. Yeah, but a couple is, years. I'm five seven. Okay, but when did you start drinking coffee? At what age? That doesn't. That's a myth, you know. When did you start drinking coffee? Twelve. Okay. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and how long have you been drinking Mountain Dew and energy drinks? Oh, I don't know. There you go. So caffeine stunting your stunting your I, hormones I is not know. a myth. That's crap. That's, if anything, the the that's crap that they put in pop would like be hormonal. I would pot. make them shoot up. <laughs> I'm gonna look that well, up right now. Well, it's not. I didn't just make it up. I, I was no, told. The doctor told me that no coffee does not. They've stunt said that for years. Growth. It's like all the other old wives' tales. I'm all against women right now. He actually yeah. wow. should be taller though, because his dad depends on my tall. jeans. I wish it was a little bit taller. I wish, wish it, was it was a baller, baller. a little skeezer, shot collar, and also good nutrition. I'm not very good at that. So yeah, okay. there we go. Now see that's see that's garbage. Good nutrition. It well, says right if here. you freaking drink coffee at 12 years old and you've been drinking Mountain Dew since you were like two, that is two. the epitome of bad nutrition. Hence, your growth is stunted. What that is double speak of the highest order, sir. No, I object. Not, no, I object. If you live double a healthy speak lifestyle and you drink coffee, you won't. You won't be short. Sometimes. Norma, you're the grammar police around here. Is double speak one word? I believe it is. Double speak is, is a well. hyphenated word. Oh no, it's not. It's one. There's word. no way it's a hyphenated Jim, word. Jim, I don't like your I, attitude tonight. I am contrary I really to anything don't. Norma says tonight. <laughs> I'm that in kind of a mood. Should we talk about the dining room table, Jim? No. Let's look it up. Let's leave. Let's <laughs> double leave speak room. is one word, guys. Boom. I'm on it. One Jim. word, no hyphen, no space. Oh, I'm now the grammar police. Yeah. Ask you, you, Gabe. You're uh. 
Yeah, can you imagine, can you, dude? Can you imagine your father-in-law's secretary was Norma for like ten years? Imagine like, you imagine them going back and forth trying to like finish a piece of paper. You kidding me? Uh, I was awesome. I didn't say you weren't <laughs> awesome. I'm just saying the two of you going back and forth on stuff like whether was, or not double speak is a word. There was no back and forth. It's all that noise. Did we um? Sure. Did we say Oxford was the good one, or what was the your dictionary of no, choice, Brad? I no, forgot. Webster eighteen twenty eight. That's where you want Webster, to be. Webster, okay. No, so, Webster. yeah, according to Webster, it is a one word. Yep. Double talk is hyphenated. Okay, ah, double Ooh. talk. But I said double speak. So <clears throat> correct. Well, what is the rule for the hyphen? It's like it's like if the sentence doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. Oh, Isn't no it like it, it's no like? Uh, I don't think it, there is a, a rule for. There is absolutely a rule for hyphen. Double talk like, is a turn noun. Of the, double turn speak. of the century, eighteen hundreds. They hyphenated compound words. Double talk and is a the, noun. Double speak is a verb. Is that true, Jim? Did they they hyphenated compound words back in the day? Yeah, if you read some older like books, older books, they'll have hyphenated uh, like a hyphen between. Like I'm trying to think of an example, and then they just did little women away with it. You saying I'm old? That's why. <laughs> you saying I was I'm trying old? to be vague, but damnation. <laughs> <laughs> so I can be brave like you, Beth. <clears throat> so uh, I, I, Gabe, I think that Jim might have a drinking problem. <laughs> because you know, like, high five, Jim. You know, like you know, like when you you stay up, re- you stay out really late, and you just get drunk as a skunk. You get tore up from the floor up, if you will. I have never known a skunk drunk, <laughs> as the kids say. And then you know how you just have like that vicious stomach ache and diarrhea for the entire rest of the next day, unless you drink some more. So I'm sitting yes. next. I'm sitting next to Jim this weekend. Maybe that's what's wrong with your grandma. And and he. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine what a distraction Jim Caterley and Bradley Baker are at church? Oh, it was ridiculous. I don't have to imagine. <laughs> you can't take it. Was stupid it stuff. Oh, it wasn't even anything. This like- guy, <laughs> this guy had a case of the giggles. The legs. Of I the always do though. He, Gabe. He had. He was. He actually started giggling about a word that the speaker said. No, it's because I couldn't full blown laugh. To I, the I, point I that he started crying. <laughs> he had a literal tear. His wife, his wife had to wipe this a tear out of the corner of his eye. If you know me, you know that that's like I often laugh so hard don't, I cry. Don't talk to me like you know me, Pablo. <laughs> don't talk to me like you know me. So so here's how we got here's how we got it started. So a long time ago, Gabe, Jim walks up to me and he's like, Hey, look at this Bible. I got this old Bible at a thrift store. So then I started picking on him. I'm like, oh what do you like a Bible hipster Jim? You know? So then, as a joke, rescue Bible. As a, as a joke, I've been I've been bringing Bibles to church to sit next to Jim that are more hipster than his own Bible. So like one week, I brought in a Bible that was like two hundred years old, and then another week, you know, I'm just like bringing in hipster Bibles. This week, I go, "Hey Jim, you got your Bible?" And he's like, "Yeah." And it's all it's all broken up, and the cover's not working, and it's, it's not. He actually carries the cover on top of the Bible because the cover doesn't is not attached to the Bible. That's how hipster the Bible is. So, <laughs> so I, I go, hey, you got your Bible there? And Jim goes, yeah. So then I, I slide out a UP, USPS box and I pull out what so might. So in the middle of church, <laughs> like at, we're, we're in the front at the aisle. And he pulls out this freaking bag. This paper bag it's a CVS bag. Huge USPS box in it, and then opens the USPS box, pulls out this Bible. It's a big reveal. It's got. Yeah. Oh, you Were you like undoing tape and like ripping? Like, was this loud? I feel well like this would be loud. It was. A, it was a. It was a production. But here's the part you didn't know, Jim, is that I was. Uh, I had three people come up to me later and go, 
your Bible's awesome, bro. Where'd you get that? Did you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A couple, three people came and was like, <laughs> I was like, it, as funny as it is, it's just a troll on Jim. That's all it is. Like, so, so like, the other thing spent is all that money just for me. They yeah. probably sat there watching it and went, oh, look at that Bible. There's also there's okay. So Bible so Gabe, here's something that you would have heard somewhere along the way. Psalm 23 is like the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want blah, 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 blah. Right in the middle of this gigantic Bible. I don't think they have that verse in Arizona. <laughs> uh, right in the beginning of this gigantic Bible, it's like uh, it, it's also like 60 years old, is these brilliantly, and I mean the literal version, the literal definition of brilliant, these brilliantly colored, um, what would you even call them, Jim, where it's like, it, they're like, callig- they're like calligraphy of Psalm 23. It's like, like Catholic art, like almost yeah. extinct mass art. Right. Except for it's in these Bible, you can see the yellow from across the room, and we're in, we're in Psalms, and I'm sure everyone's like, "What is this? it's the most gaudy, horrendous Bible in the history of the world?" Gaudy's a good word. <laughs> yeah, it like shown it like shown in people's faces like uh, the end of the Lethal Weapon. <laughs> I have my parents' but, Bibles. I'm sorry, Norma, but like so Jim starts. That's how Jim starts giggling, right? He starts giggling there. And then he starts giggling at something that a speaker says. What was the other thing you were giggling at? Oh, oh. Socrates. So oh, that I lost <laughs> it there. <laughs> because my pastor, you understand, my pastor is very, he's, he's seen a lot of like, you know, movies that I've seen and stuff. And so he was referencing Socrates. And, and so I started leaning over to my wife to say Socrates from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> and before I could even say Socrates, pastor says that and, <laughs> so, and i started dying i'm like <laughs> now keep in mind he's making the inside joke to his wife while the pastor's making the inside joke to no one while i'm leaning over to jim to go so crates bro <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a perfect storm oh and then he can do he just completely was was off the hang he's off the chain the rest of the way was he was was the was he making the joke also to the room or yes. was that just the way that he okay so he was pastor is okay. making the joke to the room but nobody but no, probably but got it the average like jim and i are the young people in the crowd right right like who would understand the bill and ted reference right Correct, everyone else sir. is a hundred years old <laughs> they're all just so old they might as well have been yeah for the joke yeah <laughs> So then he, uh, I don't know, he pronounced some other word like funny and we just both <sighs> lost it at that. Uh, I don't know if he did that on purpose or not. It was like, I wonder if he's doing it for you guys. Since yeah, you guys he are might, he does do that a lot. He you might, know, he might do that. I know for a fact. I he think he listens that. to the show. It's, um, it's not this word, but it was a word where like, so say the word was emancipation and say you put the emphasis somewhere in the wrong place and you say emancipation. If you say it like that. And so he, so the speaker said a word like uh, like a multisyllabic word that had the emphasis on the wrong syllables. And It'd be then, a mid nineties uh, motivational speaker. And Jim just freaking started crying, dude. And it was <laughs> well, we all did. We all laughed at that. I don't know what it was. It wasn't even that funny, but and then we, it, I think we were in the mood to laugh. Yeah, that's what I mean. You were like you were giggly. But I'm in the mood to laugh. And the worst part was the whole time that I'm in the mood, boy. Besides. <laughs> Besides the fact that that Jim's like in this giggly mood, he also has like that that tummy rumble, just really yeah, loud. It's Sunday morning. I haven't eaten all day. I, I don't, you need to start dude, eating on every Sunday time morning, it, dude. it makes a noise. This kid looks over at me like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my stomach's rumbling. It's lunchtime all the time. 
really loud. But there's something there's something about the acoustics of your body because like <laughs> you can hear you can hear your body rumble from uh, down the street. You're just like, <laughs> wow! I've never <laughs> thanks. <laughs> you must be hollow inside, Jim. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, In more actually, ways than one. You have no idea. <laughs> so I was just uh, I was just imagining like uh, Gabe. Can you imagine someone? Someone else trying to speak publicly with us in the audience. It's like just it's got to be infuriating in, on many levels. I told him, though, Jim, we we have them one upped because we used to laugh from across the room. I I I remember this. Yes, it, I had to stop sitting a... next to you, and then it didn't funny. even work then because we both something <laughs> funny would happen and we glance the other way. <laughs> All it takes is that look to crack me up. And, and then, then add to it, my wife is Brenda Craig's daughter. Right, right. So right, she's right. sitting next to me on the other side, like the complete opposite. Yeah, don't laugh at that. <laughs> and, and I know I'm making inside jokes now, but poking, you're just poking him, poking him. Um, the other thing that I'll do, Gabe, is you know what I sound like when I'm singing, right? So, right. so if Jim's up there leading the song, oh, do you <laughs> sing your hymns and your your? Do you use that voice in church? Sometimes, yeah. That's his voice. That's right. <laughs> that is just my that, singing. That's how he sings. So sometimes I'll be singing the songs. And I'm like, all right. So how can I sing a part that I can't really sing loud enough for Jim to start cracking up while he's trying to sing <laughs> lead the song? And I will too. <laughs> or, or like uh, the other thing is to just try to because I can't I can't read musical notation. So I'm that will spend about a verse and a half trying to figure out the actual part. So somewhere in there, there's about five or six sour notes. But I want to make sure that I'm singing loud enough for Jim to hear me try to figure <laughs> out the song so that he cracks up. See how would it? I don't know if this would be unethical or not. But could we get you guys like mic'd up one Sunday morning <laughs> and just throw that up. on the Patreon? You know, it almost be might be worth it for me to go there and sing "Wonderful Grace of Jesus" mm. while Jim's leading it. That would be fun. Why is wonderful grace of Jesus uh, she gets, funny? She gets so loud. Hit the high. I know it's really loud. <laughs> <laughs> is that new? Yeah, that's is a that, new one. Yeah, that's a new one. <laughs> you are the first. Oh, see, you have a sound. I'm trying to think. I'm yeah. trying to think of how that song goes. Like, why do you have to sing that song super high? Is it a super high song? There's just she one really it. high. There's a high note. note she can't the help it. The yeah. whole room can hear. It. And we yeah. and we'd love to hear you to say it on the mic. I think is what she's saying. Norma, ha- Norma, have you ever broken a glass? <laughs> can you break a glass? I used to. I you used have to be done able. it before. I, yes, oh. I, I used to be able to. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. Now I could probably break a glass in the low end. Yeah, I was talking about how all Jim's kids have lower voices than I do. Yeah. And he, did, he says that's not true. No, it isn't. So. They're an octave higher. <laughs> no. The girls. Yeah, he goes, Hello, listen Mr. to how Bart. low she's. No, your girls do have a very low alto voice, but still it's Correct. not as low as oh. his. My father said you bought candy. <laughs> <laughs> so I still have my four and a half octaves, though, Jim. I, I can you really break glass? Are you being serious about that? I yeah, used that, to be I an be actual too. thing. Yeah, I want to hear. I want to see that. The high. I can't do it. There's now. no way. Are you kidding me? No yeah. way. I doubt. Is it a certain I, note, or is it, it's got to be like a resonance? A high C will break a glass. High C. So it's got to be for certain people, because right people. It's got to be the high C, right? They, and then they you resonate. have to have <laughs> right. a certain controlled vibrato. <clears throat> To make it a certain decibel level too, I would think, right? For instance, for your mother-in-law. I don't know oh. if your mother-in-law would have been your able mother. To do it. <laughs> <laughs> Only because she had such a. You know, remember that fast vibrato she had? Yeah. 
So because of that, I don't know Jim, if that would have worked. Jim's so uh, uh, Gabe, Jim's mother-in-law passed a while ago, but she used to sing in church too, and she has a vocal range. She has a very high vocal range, and she had that very like churchy vibratos. Operatic. Stu- she had an operatic, operatic voice. Maybe I don't know. Okay. I don't know if she's. Maybe that that's good. where you guys got it all from. I don't know. So if Norma, she's good. Norma, did you like um, experiment, like try to do this on Whoa. purpose, or is this something that happened by accident? The glass breaking. I did it at a party one time. It only <laughs> happened one time. Oh, <laughs> what a wild party! I did it at a party, actually, and I wasn't. <laughs> they were even doing really potty singing. shots, and the norm was like, "Guys, look what I can do!" <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was really a just a loudness screaming kind of contest oh. thing, and so I sang because that's how I got the loudest. And a screaming contest. <laughs> that, yeah, that does that sound a like crazy a really, party. It sounds like a really crappy party. <laughs> how old were you at this party? You better have been 11. No. 11? No, are you kidding? Well, I mean, 31. 11-year-old's going to have screaming I was, contests at I was their parties. I your father. I was probably 19. Oh, that's... 19. you See, see. whenever you try to talk about how, like, uh, how hip you were back in the day, there's no way you were hip at a party <laughs> doing a screaming contest. <laughs> that sounds like the most boring 19-year-old I've ever met in my life. Those are the mild stories, my True, dear. though. There's yeah. some. I kind of want to I want to have a screaming party now. I want to have like a broken <laughs> radio screaming party at our Christmas party this year. I win. <laughs> Who knows? Somebody could have broken the glass while I wasn't looking, Jim. True. You never know. I used to be kind of a troublemaker. I like how much Jim Jim was enjoying that. Norma, you you successfully stopped the show. (laughs) Is this why he called me down here? Pretty much. I'm going again. There I go. (laughs) See, when I was putting together that sound effect, I was like, I was going back and forth with David. We were trying to figure out, should it be like a short car crash? Like, you know, the Don and Mike one? I was like, no, you know, if it's just like, the most over-the-top, ridiculous car crash of all time. <laughs> oh, was that funny? Was it over and over? Oh. Were you- it was like, no, dude. It's like a, it's like a thirty-second oh, car crash sound like effect. Four different sound effects from different cars. <laughs> I told. I well, told the screeching tire. <laughs> I told David. <laughs> I told David. Listen, you can only use the sound effect when Norma completely shuts the show down. <laughs> <laughs> it's Norma's sound effect. <laughs> Oh, we have another one for Norma That's too. Your way of being introduced on the yeah, show. Yeah, we've got the we've got the rim shot for Norma. We've got that one, and then we got another one up our sleeve. <laughs> See, I was listening to the the, the episodes in the last few weeks. Norma, you wanted a sound. Brad has delivered. I've you got a whole you bunch some sounds. sounds now. I spent I spent a half got hour. Sounds. Spent a half hour today putting those together. Norma. Oh, good. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Fifteen minutes each. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, <laughs> did you say you were crying, Jim? Because I am too. Yeah, I am. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, that made my day. Car <laughs> <laughs> crash made his day. I should have known. I can see it up there. It says Caro car crash. Car crash. Car crash. Car. I thought it said car Caro dude. rash or something. Oh, dude, that's you guys other- buy it from a Mexican website. That was that was the other thing, Gabe. The you know <laughs> you know how uh, we do that Western Western New York uh, right. uh, Lisa's Liquor Barn. Um, <laughs> accent whenever somebody says a word that has an AR in it. 
Yeah. So Jim and I will. <laughs> That we both whispered a word to each other during church yesterday. <laughs> For the sake of the story, I'm going to say the word was barn. So we both, we both, we didn't even look at each other. We both go barn. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's like, you're so loud. <laughs> <laughs> that people assume that there are. Number one, they're not any more mature than any other dumb bitch. Number one. Number two, they have probably have two or three so- like real relationship uh, baggage issues that they're bringing to your relationship now. Mm-hmm. Number three, they have one or two other big bags of baggage. No, big bag of baggage? Uh, big... <laughs> You know, they have two or uh, two other items of baggage, which is usually in the in the uh, in the form of a three and a eight year old. By the time I get around to them, that's no carry on. <laughs> the carry on. The three year old's a carry on. <laughs> we were talking about baggage. The three year old is no carry on. That's a huge luggage right there. <laughs> you gotta you gotta check that in. <laughs> yeah. So. So now that I've come to this realization that that age-appropriate 25- to 32-year-old group isn't doing me any good, well, what's to stop me from, from the 18-year-olds? Well, I don't understand why there's so much pushback when you mention, oh, she's really cute or she's hot. Or I notice that it's more acceptable on a public level, but if you actually seriously consider asking an 18-year-old out, People kind of get that oogie feeling. Shake it, baby. <clears throat> um, yeah, yeah, they do. I'm um, only tw- I'm only twenty. Well, what I'm saying is, I'm only twenty eight. I'm not right. forty seven, <clears throat> and I feel like the forty seven year olds have better luck with eighteen year olds than I do, <laughs> <laughs> or the sixty year olds, or the sixty five year olds. <clears throat> um, when you're, I guess, when you're an eighteen year old girl and you kind of got your whole life out of you, like at twenty. 28 year old guy is kind of a I mean that's a huge I mean even when you jump up to 60 50 year old couple that's right. that's still kind of kind of a, a, a big age disparity and when you're 18 I guess I think for me it'd be more because of she is 18 18 is such kind of a gateway age where they are they're leaving high school and kind of their whole life is opening up <laughs> and they don't want to <laughs> And for someone like you to come uh, along and sweep them away from their dreams. <laughs> oh, man, Every parent's brutal. worst nightmare. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my, uh, <coughs> my new boyfriend is Brad. Yeah, what does he do? I hosts an internet sh- radio show that nobody listens to. <laughs> what else has he got going on? Oh, he works in restaurants. Okay. <laughs> Stay in college, sweetie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you so you think that's more it's more yeah yeah i well, think it, i think if you're talking about my, my my other option is to go way older which i don't necessarily have a problem with yeah, but again cougar. since <laughs> since since age doesn't fix stupid i don't see why that it's not so much that i should go strictly 18 year old poon 
But what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's not. There's no. There's nothing that says that 42 year old Poon is any better for me. Right. Exactly. Right. Yep. So the the fact that I get so much uh, I get so much pushback and everybody looks at you crooked if if uh, you know for mentioning it. Uh, a younger a younger woman to be involved with it doesn't make any sense to me because nobody would look at me twice if i was going out with a 40 year old chick mostly because everyone thinks that i look 40 years old to begin with well i think uh well that could be the case i don't think that's true <laughs> but <laughs> um you know what's funny is if uh, whenever i come into a new area where or i'm working with new people i eventually we play the uh, guess guess my age game and it's usually an average between 38 and 42 years old. They wow, think really? that I am. Yeah, it's really funny. That kind of surprises me. But, well, it's um, surprising to you because I've... <clears throat> excuse me. I think, I, I think I'm catching your flu over the phone right now. <laughs> your mom told me the same thing, except she said it was over the internet. Get on the Patreon, scumbags. You're listening to Broken Link Radio. Is Jeopardy is is before we start is the no, Ken we already, we already the started too late. Third, it's the fourth segment. Fourth segment. Whoa! Oh whoa, boy, whoa, yeah. Whoa, whoa. Hot, fresh news off the presses. What 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 were you saying, Jim? I'm pretty I'm pretty jealous about Jen, uh, Ken Jennings. I told you you would be. Is he doing <laughs> it? Is he doing those? He's going to uh, guest host the first episode at least. Oh, so see, I had a feeling when we broke that earlier and just hearing uh, your tone of voice, Jim. I had a feeling you wanted to be the host, didn't you? Either you well, or the like, Ringo guy. Any of those guys, like the the whole voiceover people, the people that get those jobs for voiceovers and video games and stuff like that, like they suck, dude. You could do voiceover if you wanted. How did to. they get those jobs? Jobs, especially the ones that suck at it. It's like, come on, Jim. You that's I'm, why Jim's hot right now. Jim, you can. Jim, if you got on Fiverr, you could like make a nice little chunk of change on the side if you want to do voiceover stuff. Well, I'm on Fiverr. Does that count? Fi- <laughs> <laughs> it's close. You know what? I don't have any sound. I don't have any fart sounds on That's there. That's a nice yeah. little chunk of something else, not change. I think he's going to do a good job at it, but it's like, oh man, it's I, it isn't e- like here we go with the Je- the Jeopardy thing again. But I mean, come on, it's a cushy job. It's a simple job. Cushy. It's not like you're the that one that like and does all the research. Cushy like questions. a cushy. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know when they did that backstage thing. Um, you know, it didn't seem real. You know, it seemed like there was a good amount of work to it. The job. Jab. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have to. I don't know. I don't know how hard that would be. Ooh, ooh, That's that. what she said. <laughs> I don't know how hard that would be. Put <laughs> it in there. Put you in the mood, Norman. Jim, does this put you in the mood? Oh, in the worst way. <laughs> what does Jim think about the whole um, introducing the contestants part of the shows? I Have just, you asked I him? Just, oh yeah, I know. Jim, how do you feel about when uh, when the, when Trebek would go over to the he would go over to the 
podiums and yeah. start asking them personal questions or whatever. I can do and, without that. And get yeah. Cuz they're always like they're they're Jeopardy contestants. They're like the lamest people on the planet. Yeah. So they get they they're asked to give them a list of five things that are interesting, quote unquote, about them. Right. And they will randomly pick one of them to talk about on the show and they won't know which one. Right. But I can do without that crap. Like, did you I'm not um, there to hear about these people's lives? Do you see on some of the more recent episodes before he died where people would actually have like lame crap as their their interesting thing? And he would either be sarcastic, dismissive or make fun of them right to their face. <laughs> I've seen a couple of those. Oh, my yeah, God. It's so funny when he just gets in a mood. He called he right. called one of his contestants a loser one. Time. <laughs> and they were completely OK with it. <clears throat> He's a punk. Well, he was a punk. Yeah, it was. Yeah. How long did it, how long did they say it takes before your body decomposes? Isn't it Ew. like a week or something before you're pretty much bones? I don't I think know. so. No, I don't think it's I longer think than that, but I'm not sure. Why are we talking about that? The answer is <laughs> decomposing at this very moment. Jim, yours. What is who is Alex Trump? <laughs> <laughs> So in a temperate climate, I'm going to take other dead people for 800. (laughs) In a temperate climate, it usually requires three weeks to several years for our body to completely decompose. I'm wrong. Well, don't you have like don't you have like the best boner of your life after you die? Isn't that true? Don't you have like the most hardest of hard ons of all time? Because like all the blood just settles to your penis. I thought the blood was like. <laughs> Why the blood gone from her body? Where does the blood go? Like you turn pale, right? Where does the I, blood think, go? I think. It ev- I think it eventually settles to your back. I think you end up with like a big pool of blood in your back. <laughs> That's nasty. I know. Yeah. According to uh, Brad, it all goes to the penis. I don't. Know. It starts. It I don't starts, know what happens to women. Well, because. <laughs> <laughs> They just hemorrhage. Uh, <laughs> oh. Wow. What and we're not playing the car crash now? Goodness. If we get if I if any show I'm watching starts talking about like funerals or it goes in like a morgue or something, I just uh if I'm eating, I gotta stop. It just grosses me out so much. <laughs> I just can't I can't like I immediately think of that decomposing body. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst part about death. It's not the dying part. It's like right before you die is going to be miserable, and then after you die, knowing that you just rot like old meat in the fridge. What I found so fascinating. Probably, oh, go ahead. What I found fascinating is that Vladimir Lenin is still on display, and his body is like perfectly <laughs> preserved. Yeah. How, what, do they pres- what do they? No, I don't know about this. What do they preserve him with? That? There's like a. <clears throat> uh, yeah, there's yeah, a mausoleum there in Red Square. That's like him. Oh, dude, that is creepy as Isn't hell. It? It's crazy. It I would never want to do that ever, <laughs> dude. Just Vladimir Lenin's been in there oh for like gosh. 90 years. That is what not cool. Paul? Brad, Brad has already told me that he's to be kept alive even if it's just a head. Yep. Even if I'm, even if I'm like if, if one, one of the characters on Futurama. Or like in, like in a, the freezer? No, yeah, like I just have a glass case and I'm hooked up to a bunch of machines and it's just my head. <laughs> I still your head floating in water. No one, no one is has the right to pull the plug. I don't care if I'm just a beating heart and a brain, (laughs) like in Metroid. (laughs) (laughs) If If, I, I become Mother Brain. Wait, if you're a brain, then you're a step ahead. (laughs) 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 Oh yeah.
I don't get oh, that. I, I forgot that you cut it off there. I was going to go with. Um, I, it's, Norma, it's time for your news. Are you ready? Well, where am I reading my news from? Hold on, hold on. We got news. Hold on. We got to do your theme music first. Okay. Oh, Norma, you have news today. I have Cheetos. Oh. That was your personal problem. You're listening to Norma's News and Nonsense. In the mystical land of the Far East, from NPR.com, out of Sichuan Province, China. Sichuan. Where? Sichuan? No, can't be Sichuan. Where is it it at? Sichuan Province, China. The mystical land of the Far East. A Chinese boy celebrated his 14th birthday. Norma, what kind of a boy? <laughs> Chinese. <laughs> a Chinese boy celebrated his 14th birthday by becoming certified as the world's tallest teenager by Guinness World Records. Ren Kiyu of Lishan, Sichuan province, was measured at three different times. Three different times in one day, while both standing and lying on the ground in accordance with Guinness requirements. Jim, have you ever been measured three times in one day? Yeah, baby. Did you do it yourself? (laughs) Stand down. (laughs) Stand up. Now we measure your head up. Down! (laughs) His official height was recorded at 7 feet, 3.02 inches. Up! (laughs) You're too tall. (laughs) Caillou's family said he was seen by multiple doctors when he was younger. I I was going to say Caillou, (laughs) but I don't think so. Caillou. Caillou. When he was younger and none of them could find anything medically amiss about the boy... That ancient would explain Chinese his unusual height. Oh, me heart is ancient Chinese magic secret. What do you care? Mexican Chinese. Kayu said there is likely a hereditary All the way Holmes. <laughs> as his mother and grandfather are both over six feet tall. Oh, most the teenager said his height... Such large grandma. His height He's and weight... He's the sesame chicken. <laughs> his height and weight actually make sports like basketball dangerously yeah, strenuous. Look, get some of these dumplings, eh? On his body. <laughs> but he enjoys reading books and playing games oh, and aspires we... in a career of esports. What a loser. Why is basketball dangerous? <clears throat> because you're just... Uh, it's bad for your knees and stuff if you play you basketball. Run into the headboard. <laughs> <laughs> strenuous on his body. Running the headboard just He's like your no mom knees, did last night, oh, Jim. Oh! Got him. Well, probably he's growing tall too fast. (coughs) He's growing tall too fast for his ligaments and stuff. Right. Andrew the Giant. Anybody want a peanut? Who needs to slow (laughs) (laughs) down? Who needs to slow down? (laughs) Yadair from the Duluth News Tribune. Tribune. Out of Duluth, Minnesota. Employees at a Minnesota library found an unusual. Yadair. Yadair. Yeah, there. Yeah, there. What's that? Duluth, Minnesota. Yeah, there. Yeah, there. Yeah, there. I don't do those accents. Employees at a Minnesota library found an unusual item in a return bin an eight millimeter film that was 40 years overdue. Initially, Dan Bukanaga 
had assumed someone had routinely <laughs> had assumed that someone had routinely returned something that something as mundane as a CD audiobook, but upon closer examination, revealed to be a eight millimeter movie on a reel. A reel. You're a few years old. Come back here. Yeah, I spent them waiting here for you. Now your charities refused. I can't name them. It's the get up kids. You're a few years overdue. Come back here. This is all the movie. It was very good book. Take me long to read. <laughs> the film reel, a copy of classic silent film A Trip to the Moon, was accompanied by a post it note reading, Quote, sorry, check this out when I was 14 and we moved. It is 40 years overdue, but better late than never. <clears throat> Unquote. You're a few years uh, Mr. Bukanako. Um, Bukanako. Um, I was just going over your, your late fees, your overdue fees. And... Randall what Brody. What did you find? <laughs> 54 um, came forward as the man who returned the film. I had a qu- Norma, I had a question for Jim. Did, what was the name of the movie again? A Trip to the Moon. Jim, is that a, um, is that a movie that Mystery Science Theater did? I feel no. like it is. <clears throat> it's I not? don't think so. All right. I'm going to I think it's that weird one that they always show where the rocket ship like flies in the eyeball of the moon. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I know what you Yeah, <laughs> I'm stupid I didn't thing realize from, like the silent movie. Okay, I got you. Stupid silent movies. Oh, yeah, it is. Gotta give the guy kudos for returning it. He said he found it in a box in his garage earlier in the year and remembered he and his brother had checked it out of the library September 2nd, 1980, shortly before their family moved to North Dakota. (laughs) Get her. I like how they they got, they wanted to get the hell out of Duluth, Minnesota, so they moved to North Dakota. (laughs) (laughs) North Dakota. Oh, yeah, dude, you're right. It's the eyeball moon thing. Yeah, I'm looking at it. That's the worst thing that's ever been made. Pink Floyd did a cover of it, too. That looks like like a pizza, bro. Yeah, it sucks. Delicious. I hate that thing. (laughs) Anyway. Jim, why do you hate that moon so much? I hate it so much. (laughs) What do you care? (laughs) What did it do to you? 1902 it it was made. It's 18 minutes long. (laughs) Anyway, Brody offered to pay the late fee to the library, but Brian Johnson said the facility did away with overdue fines about a year and a half ago. I, oh, wish, you they, care. I wish they would do that here at this library. How much have you ever owed at a library, Jim? I could not tell you. I never. I just, secret, I just thought you could just steal books from the library. No. I had a bunch of books that I stole from the library and never returned from the Fairport Library. Dude, if, and you if never they had, had video games at the library when I was a kid. Right, movies. <laughs> yeah, that would be a wrap. I just thought, I just heard of someone they owed fifty dollars. You know what? Uh, you know what we could do. You know what we could do when we were kids that you can't do anymore is we used to be able to burn copies of our software though. Like nowadays, it's burn. damn t- damn near impossible. There's no way yeah. to now. Yeah. This film, there was no way to test it to see if it was watchable, as the old projection room was long ago transformed into a set of bathrooms. Uh-huh. Next. <laughs> <laughs> what corruption from UPI.com? Out of Brasilia, Brazil. <clears throat> Senator Chico Rodriguez insists he is innocent and that he will, quote, prove that I have nothing to do with an illicit act, unquote. I am innocent. A key ally of Brazil. I'm not out of order. You're out of order. 
A key ally of Brazil's president has been arrested after anti-corruption officers discovered a wad of banknotes in the underpants he was wearing. (laughs) (laughs) Police initially found around 1,500 and 5,500 inside a safe in Senator Chico Rodriguez's house during a search on Wednesday. Hey, is that banknotes in your pants? Or Chico and the man. <laughs> he then is. Hey, you're a Chico and the man reference? <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> you, well, you know what Chico and the man is, so it can't be too old. He hey, then, hey, Brad, I'm sending you. I'm sorry, Norma. I'm sending you a picture. Can you make sure Jim gets that, please? Whoa. Oh, sure. Please pass it on to me. What kind of picture? Man, I hope it's the man in the moon. <laughs> Chico then asked if he could go Chico. to the bathroom. And according to the police report, an officer <clears throat> noticed a large rectangular bulge under the senator's shorts as he walked off. Oh, Jesus. Dang giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, found inside his underwear near his buttocks oh, were buttocks. stacks of money that totaled $2,500, the report stated. Do they wear underwear in Brazil? <laughs> I guess this guy did. Hey, don't write, don't write checks that your ass can't cash. <laughs> <laughs> when asked a further three times whether he had any additional cash stowed in his underpants the senator angrily shoved his hand into his underpants to retrieve more stacks of bills totaling nearly $3,300 Brad how many times do you angrily shove your hand in your pants per day (laughs) Uh, if we're going for an average number we're going to start at 128 Rodriguez has now been suspended. From school. (laughs) Next sounds like an MLB headline. It's one sad Chico. Out of Los Angeles, California. My name is Chico Rodriguez. A donated heart was I have $5,000 in me pants. You have not heard the last of Chico Rodriguez. Yo tengo mucho dinero en mi pantalones. Go, go, get out of here, Chico. We said leave, leave. We're calling the cops again. We told you. Get out of here. Hola, ese. Míralo, míralo. Oh, God. Chico's back. God, you guys. Lower your voice. That impression. There's a Poyos. That impression is starting to sound more and more like Beavis. Oh, yes. Hispanic. I'm the great American audio. I will call my friend Raka. <laughs> okay, out of Los Angeles, California, a donated heart was alive and pumping Monday after surviving a crash of the helicopter transporting the organ and then falling off the hands of a medical worker. The aircraft had flown from a hospital in Southern California with the doctor's, the donor's heart, for a transplant. <laughs> <Our> doctor's heart. <laughs> and crashed. Donor of a lonely heart. Okay, this donor's heart for for a transplant and crashed for unknown reasons. Did you see the size of the donor? <laughs> oh, they had video footage of this. Whoa! Video footage showed fire crews retrieving the organ. And handing it over to a medical worker <laughs> who then trapped, tripped on a metal plate and fell over as another employee rushed to pick whoop. up the precious He's package. dead, Jim. <laughs> we lost. Hey, guys, I'm coming. I got the whoop. whoop, 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 whoop. Uh-huh. My heart is in your hands. Uh-huh. <laughs> or is Not it? Not for long. <laughs> a hospital spokesperson 
told AFP the organ was successfully transplanted and the patient was doing well. The transplant. She is successful. 90210. Oh, daughter of the Lord. <laughs> the, the, the cowbell, dude. Guys, I love this. <laughs> so, that, 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 who does this song? I don't even know. I have no idea. Oh, yes. It's yes. This is off of the yes. 90210 um, soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, the beginning sounds like 90210. I got to admit, 902 for all the ones. That opening riff of that, that theme song, dude. Yeah, dude. It took a long time to get to that one. <laughs> Donor of a lonely heart. <laughs> Broken heart. So how do I find this footage? I'm trying to find this. I don't know. That would be some fun. Oh, can you imagine seeing somebody drop a heart? Heart. I watch my wife do it to mine all the time. Buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> so just to let you guys know, yes, Owner of a Lonely Heart came out in 83. Blue Easter Colts, Don't Fear the Reaper came out in 1976. Ooh. Oh, no. He's singing again. Dude, I was just playing that. I was just playing that, and I stopped it, but it was I got playing. <laughs> playing on, I'm like, where is that coming from, dude? How but how butt ass ugly is Tori Spelling, dude? Oh, Holy I know, crap. dude. Luke Luke Perry in that shot, dude, does does it for me every time. Yeah, he does look kind of sexy, dude. He I mean he's dead as hell now. <laughs> is he laying next to Alex Trebek? <laughs> uh, I'll take uh, other dead people for <laughs> one thousand, Alex. He was a star. Star. It's the, the Daily 90s, Double. <laughs> the 90s series, 90210. I'll wager it all. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, yes, I'm going to go with Luke. Who is Luke Perry, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's dead as hell. <laughs> Just like me. Dude, why was everyone trying to make Tori Spelling a sex symbol back in the 90s, though? She is freaking busted, dude. Hey. I think her dad was behind it. Jim, I found something of interest for you. It's her dad owned the whole thing. Oh, right? Hold on, hold on. Her Norma dad. has to have something oh. of interest. No sound effects, please. All right. All right. A human voice can shatter a glass. Every object has a... This makes perfect sense. Every object has a resonant frequency, the natural frequency at which something vibrates. Or you can simply tap the glass and hear the same frequency. To shatter the glass... I would tap the glass. A singer's voice has to match the exact frequency or pitch of the glass when tapped. Okay. Yeah, that makes That's sense. why I told you. What, it's got something to do with the vibrato and the pitch. Vibrato! Where I'm coming from, we have no vibrato. Where I come from, we have no vibrato. <laughs> we call all our friends Raka and ask for tipi for a bunghole. Raka! <laughs> so right. I'm going to look up uh, YouTube glass shattering uh, voice. Yeah, dude, I need to see that. Uh, we'll see you next week, scumbags. Jim, say bye. Goodbye.